Today we are talking about quitting. Not the type of quitting you do when things get hard, the type of quitting you do when something just isn't right anymore. You aren't quitting to avoid the struggle, you're quitting because you're bored or you're miserable or you're just going through the motions. And here's the craziest part. You may be quitting without even knowing what the next step is. So you have to be more comfortable with uncertainty than being okay with being bored. We are talking about being conscious of what is wrong for us and what is right for us. And we have to be willing to cut and run when it's wrong. It takes courage to quit. You might have to be vulnerable and admit that you spent time on something that wasn't right. But when we are all 90 and we're looking back on our decisions, what will we regret the least? Pretty sure we won't regret ditching the thing that made us miserable to trade it for something that made us feel alive and fulfilled and connected. I'm talking about everything I've learned about quitting when something isn't right. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. So weird that I'm obsessed with being 90, like picturing myself at 90 years old and thinking about how I would feel about what I'm doing right now and how I'm spending my time and the decisions I'm making. I'm, I think about it every single day and I think I kind of use it as like my compass for making decisions and prioritizing. And, you know, it's just so interesting to think about our life and the decisions that we're making and what we're going to regret the least and making decisions that make us go forward in some way. You know what I mean? I really want to get across in this, in this episode that just because you're quitting something doesn't mean it was completely a wrong idea from the start. You know, we have to go through different phases and stages to get to where we want to be and always be growing and progressing in whatever area of life it is, whether it's personally or in our relationships or in business or whatever it is, uh, relationship with friends, relationship with our partner, relationship with our kids, all the different things so that we're always progressing. You know, just because something is no longer a good decision now doesn't mean it was always a bad decision. And I don't think we should look back with a bunch of regret. I've just learned that sometimes quitting things quick, quicker is a good thing. You know, the whole, if you're new to this podcast, or even if you're not the whole concept behind how to be awesome at everything, the title is a little bit misleading because the whole thing is about a journey to try to be awesome at everything. Like I'm very open about my shortcomings and my mini fails, my big fails. And the whole thing is about the journey and about learning and really trying hard to be awesome at everything you do. And I absolutely love this topic because this is something that I have struggled with because you know how when people say, you know, don't throw good money at bad money, like a lot of times I would not want to quit something because I put so much time into it. But here's the thing. I can't change that time. Like none of us can change the time we have already put into something, but you can change putting more time 
into something that is no longer fulfilling or rewarding in some way. You know what I mean? I wonder how many people really have that same kind of thinking in that same struggle. It's just so hard if you've given so much of your time to something to quit it, to give up on it. But I've learned there is a big difference in quitting, you know, quitting when something gets hard versus quitting when something's not right. So we're going to get into all of that in this episode, but I really wanted to start out with the 90 thing because it's so interesting to me and it's such a scary thing. Like how could I even do enough? in my life and in my days to feel like when I'm 90, feel like, okay, I did enough. I made the right decisions. I prioritized right. Am I happy with the choices I made in my business and in my relationships? I don't know. That's a lot of pressure, but I feel like it's a good way to um, kind of step out of your own existence for a second and take a look at the bigger picture and make decisions that way. I really think we have to be so conscious of what is wrong for us and what is right for us. And we have to be willing to cut and run when it's wrong. And we, a lot of times we know when it's wrong, like we really do. We just hang on too long and we're told to hang on because I mean, we can't quit. We can't be a quitter, which I agree with as we are learning. So as we're learning, we should say yes to lots of things and try out a bunch of things and figure out what we like and what we do like, we don't like, and not just quit when things get hard or tough or uncomfortable. I am all about embracing uncomfortable and pushing through uncomfortable. But I think that a lot of us hang on to things for too long, like a business idea that isn't right that's not making you any money, that isn't bringing you any passion or any joy anymore, or maybe a relationship that just doesn't make you feel good anymore. And like I said, that's not to say that it didn't ever, but right now, if you're being honest with yourself. And why? Why are we hanging on to things too long? I really think the answer is because quitting is scary. It takes so much courage to quit. Because you have to admit you were doing the wrong thing or you were with the wrong people or you were spending your time in the wrong way. It is like crazy mind courage to be vulnerable and accept, you know, on the small scale or on the big scale that you spent a couple of weeks doing something that wasn't, that wasn't the right choice or a couple years or a couple decades. But like I said, all we can do is change today on out and putting more time into something because we've already put a lot of time into it just doesn't make any sense. And it sounds so simple, but it's taken me so long. I've had different business ventures or different projects where I just held on to it because it's like, oh, are you kidding me? I've committed so much. I've invested so much money and so much time and blood, sweat and tears. I can't quit now. And then I'd wake up a year later and I was like, oh, Yeah, I should have quit then because now I've gone one more year feeling the exact same way. A quitter is someone who quits to me because something got hard and difficult and it was challenging and it was uncomfortable. We aren't talking about that. I've really, in my mind, separated out two different types of quitting. It's the quitting when things are hard 
It's like when you're at the end of a workout. You know when you're at the end of the workout and it starts to burn, like that burn. Say you're doing leg lifts and that leg lift is burning and you're doing, maybe you're doing an, an online Obey Fitness class like me and they start the countdown of 10 and and, it, and 10, 9, and at 10, you're like, I can't do anymore. I, I, I am feeling the burn, which we all know. That's when you actually build the muscle and the strength is that that those last 10 countdown seconds. And you know when you tell yourself, like, this sucks, I want to quit. I just want to quit. I just want to rest my leg for two of those counts and get it back up. But that's you just that's the quitting that I'm talking about that we can't do because you're quitting because it, it got hard. You're not quitting because it was a bad plan. That workout wasn't a bad plan that morning. You're quitting because you're quitting because it sucks to keep your leg up for 10 more. But you can do it. You won't most likely pass out and faint. It's going to get uncomfortable, but it's going to make you stronger. And for me, that's the type of thing that you can't quit. You have to push through. But the other type is quitting because something isn't right. You know what I mean? We're not trying to like avoid a hardship or a struggle or pain. You're just quitting because it doesn't feel right. It doesn't bring you joy. It doesn't make you feel alive. Another reason I think that you can't quit is if you feel like you aren't getting progress. It's it's a very interesting distinction because sometimes we just need to employ a little bit of patience and realize that we're not going to get a ton of progress on some things every day or every week or every month. So just because you aren't seeing progress and momentum as quickly as you want with something, I don't think that that's necessarily the time to quit. Sometimes you just need to keep working hard. <laughs> Good old hard work and patience. If it is something that you still believe in and you still think is a good idea for you and a good use of time, as long as you still love the idea, even if the momentum isn't happening as quickly as you wanted, I think you just need patience. And I think that that's not always, that usually isn't when you quit. Keep pushing through it. A quitter, to me, quits because of hardship. But the the quitting that I'm talking about is quitting because of priorities, priorities, prioritizing what is important to you and what what your time's worth. Sometimes if we're stuck doing the wrong thing, the universe doesn't open up some white space for us to discover the right thing. If you hear anything that I'm saying, like if you're doing a workout or you're driving and you kind of zoned out, pull back in with me now because this is like the root of everything that I've learned when it comes down to this. If you don't quit something, you might not be open for the next thing. And you might not even know what that next thing is. But in life, I believe in some white space. You know what I mean? Like we need some white space to discover, to learn, to explore. So if you know what you're doing or some part of your life, big or small, feels wrong, but you don't quit or leave because you don't have the next thing to go to. I, I totally get it because that's the hardest thing, but maybe you just need some white space, some white space to adventure and figure out what the right thing is. I just don't think that you have to wait to quit the wrong thing until you find the right thing. And listen, there doesn't have to be something wrong with what you're quitting. Maybe you have a job and there's nothing wrong with it. 
like your boss or your manager. There's nothing wrong with them. They're a good person and the tasks are good. The people are good. The company is good. It doesn't mean that there has to be something wrong or someone's an a-hole or something's effed. Maybe it's just not right enough for you. And maybe it's not right at this moment. It could have been five years ago. But like I said, I think that we always need to be growing and progressing. And I, I really believe in ages and stages and ebbs and flows in life. And as we progress, something that was perfect might not be. And it might be time to move on and shift and make new decisions. And another really important thing that I've learned, and this is empowering and also stressing, is only you can know what is right enough for you. Not your friends, not your family, not your spouse, not your kids, not your siblings, just you. Only you know what is right for you. And I think a lot of times when we you know, vent to people or we talk to our closest family or friends, their opinion, we allow their opinion to weigh so heavily on the decisions that we make. And of course they know us so well, and we want other people's opinions and perspectives, but no one knows you as well as you know you. And sometimes letting in too many opinions makes it so that you're not really making the best decision for you you're kind of making a comfortable decision because someone else has given you the reassurance that that's the right thing for you. In fact, there might be people that think you're crazy for leaving something, like the job I talked about. If you went to, let's say, a good friend and you said, or let's say a family member, because they might they might have this perspective more. So let's say you go to a good a family member, a close family member, and you talk about the job that I just described. Listen, I've been at this job for five years. Uh, my boss is great. The tasks are great. I just don't feel like it's right for me anymore. It doesn't make me feel alive. I'm bored. I'm going through the motions. I dread it some days. But a lot of people could tell you, listen, you're crazy. You're leaving something safe. You have nothing else. You, you don't know what else you're going to. You have benefits, you have a great pay, you have a good vacation plan, it's a secure company, you, you're you crazy to leave. And maybe you're like, yeah, those are all good points. I'm not going to leave. And then you wake up 10 years later and then you're like, well, shit, I still feel the same way I felt. And it's not their fault. They're giving you the best advice that they can, but only you know how you feel and how you will feel five 10 years down the line, or hey, when you're 90, looking back like I do every day. So you can't put that decision on somebody else. It has to be on you, and you have to realize that you have time. Life is long, and if you are in the wrong thing right now, you have time to find the right thing. I believe it is never too late in general in life because, listen, There's so much time and we can make so much happen in a year. Never think that it's too late to make a shift. Listen, we can't all just up and quit our jobs. I totally understand that real life sinks in and we have bills to pay and responsibilities. And uh, maybe you have a family or a mortgage or a rent or all the things that we all have. We can't all just decide that, all right, yeah, my job doesn't make me feel alive and like I'm progressing and I'm putting good things out into the world, but I can't just up and quit. Totally get that. 
But what you can do is you can start a side hustle or a side project or something that you just love doing. Then lay it all out, get your side hustle going, figure out what your number is. So maybe you'll say like, if I can make 25% of what my salary, of, of what I'm making in my job on my side hustle, that's when I'll quit. Because if I'm making 25%, of, of my salary and I'm only working on it, you know, on my off hours in the evenings and, you know, on the weekends and you're making 25%, then I think it's probably a pretty safe move because you'll be spending so much more time on it than your actual job like you are now. So whatever that feels comfortable with, but I just never believe that you're completely stuck. And if you think that you are, think about where that came from. Maybe you're telling yourself, like, could you be creating it that you're stuck? And maybe you do make a move to make less money. And listen, I am an entrepreneur. I love business and I love business strategies and I love the strategy and the process behind making things work and making things profitable. But I also think that happiness is worth so much more. And like I said, life is long. You can work your way up to it. I'd much rather drive a less nice car and feel fulfilled and happy with what I'm doing every day than drive a a really nice car that, you know, but I'm driving to somewhere I don't want to go to. Like, come on, that's a no brainer. In researching this topic and researching high performance athletes, like athletes that are the top of their game and singers and songwriters and artists and people who just achieve greatness in their field. And I really saw the same pattern. that So many of them are quick to bail because they know and they aren't afraid. Like excellent athletes, they just aren't afraid to ditch something when it's the wrong plan. Okay, so let's talk about what makes you bored or miserable And then let's talk about what makes you feel alive. And I think that there's something that you just need to think about and reflect on because in your days and in your weeks and in your months, how many things are you doing that just make you feel like you're just going through the motions and you're just not enjoying it versus the things that make you feel alive? I did an Instagram story last week about something that I'm researching And it's about having tens in your day. So the concept is, is every day, try to have tens. So it's not just, it's it's, it's an interesting concept because it's not like you have to hit a certain number, like 10 tens in a day. Maybe you only need two, but maybe they last a while and make you feel good. So the concept is a 10 is something that you do that makes you feel great or happy. So it could last a minute, it could last hours. So for me, it's having like a really great workout with loud music on, followed by a freezing cold shower. Both of those make me feel alive and at my best. I love my, what I call my 120 smoothie, my bone broth, zucchini, mushroom extract, collagen, (laughs) zucchini, that I promise I will post the recipe on soon because it is so good. And I call it my 120 shake because I swear it's going to help me live to be 120 has all the goodness in it, but that makes me feel alive. I have one every day, sometimes my first meal of the day, sometimes my last meal of the day, but it just makes me feel good. Like when I, you know, it's to me, it's healthy, delicious. And I know that I'm packing lots of good things in my body. So that's a 10 for me. 
when I have really special moments with my kids, that's like if I'm baking with them or painting with them or spontaneously we all jump in the pool, like those moments are tense. They could be quick. They could be five minute tense. Or like I said, it could be something longer. Like I treat myself to a hour massage. That's a lot longer of a 10. So just focusing on those things and think about your 10s in a day and incorporating more 10s in a day and thinking about the different choices, whether it's the different, the different ways you're spending your time. And when I'm talking about quitting when something isn't right, I mean, I'm, I kind of tend to talk mostly about your job or different relationships in your life, but it could be a whole bunch of different things. Like recently, I stopped, I quit shopping, not completely, but I was over shopping and I didn't realize that I was until COVID happened and quarantine hit and I wasn't shopping. And then I just, I realized that I didn't need it and I was filling lots of extra time. Like if I had an extra hour, I'd go to the mall. Like I was just, and I wasn't necessarily always over buying, but I was just in that habit of shopping. And it just became a habit. And I almost was doing it, not subconsciously, but I mean, kind of, that's just how I felt filled, you know, little clippets of time. But in having this time in quarantine, I realized that I needed to quit that because it was no longer making me feel alive or progressing me to the next step. In fact, it kind of, even though I'm not a super materialistic person, like I'm just not a... I don't, I'm not always trying to like one up someone on a bag or a shoe or have the latest. Like I, I, I love beautiful things. Don't get me wrong, but I'd rather have an experience or a vacation or something instead. So it just kind of made me realize like, I don't need that's like stuff isn't even important to me in the big picture. So why am I spending so much time searching for new things or, or clothes or whatever it is when it's not setting my soul on fire. It just, I was the, I was prioritizing wrong and I was wasting a couple hours a week doing it. Hours that could be filled with something that made me feel more fulfilling. So that, I mean, that's just a simple example, but just to kind of get you thinking that this doesn't have to be something that is like this big, like, leave a relationship. You know, I hope that all of you listening are in relationships that make you feel happy and fulfilled and alive. So that's not the goal here. The goal is just to focus on how you're spending your time, who you're spending your time with in your work life, in your at home life, all of it. And if something is no longer serving you, don't be afraid to quit. And I quit shopping. I mean, things were closed. I didn't have a choice, but now things are open again. And I haven't gone shopping one time because I just decided I'm quitting. And in a way I kind of just, I kind of, I regretted, I regretted to be honest. And it makes me, it makes me bummed out sometimes when, you know, I would do that instead of something else. But listen, and then I, I shook myself and I, but I was like, listen, beating myself up, isn't going to change anything. From here on out, I'm going to prioritize better and I'm not going to fill empty time with running to the mall because it doesn't serve me any longer. So think about things in your life that maybe you should quit now before many more years go by and then you kind of wake up to it. Like, how did I not wake up to that sooner? How did it take quarantine to do it? Whatever. I'm grateful that it did. So the message here is 
decide quickly, and get out. Get out even before you know the next step. I am okay with the unknown because I'm better with the unknown than the known. Because if the known is miserable and unfulfilling and a waste of time, then I'm cool heading into the unknown and exploring and learning and taking a risk because what I'm doing now in that area isn't working. But it takes courage. Courage is stepping into that unknown time and stepping into a situation that could bring you hardship or risk of failure or rejection. But like I said in the intro, you have to be more uncomfortable with uncertainty than being okay with being bored. That monotonous thing where you just wake up and rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Man, you know who is not taking it to the next level in life, in work, in relationships, in what you do daily is bored people. I mean, this is like I've talked about being indifferent. Indifference is like the worst for me. The worst. Like if someone's indifferent, there's nothing. There's nothing worse. Like I'd rather my husband be mad at me and like want to scream at me than being indifferent. Because if you're indifferent, you don't give a shit. Like so many people who are just like bored and going through the motions. No, we want to feel alive. So please ask yourself, are you just going through the motions? Because we need to feel connected to people and we need to feel like we are contributing and contributing can change through the years. And that's a big part of this message is things change. Like when I was younger, I was more okay leaving my kids to work. Now I don't want to miss the moments. And it's so crazy because I've built my companies for years and years, but I'm just, I'm just adjusting them to where I'm with my kids all the time. And I'm still working too. And listen, it is not smooth. It is not pretty. It's stressing a lot of the time, but you know, as you know, and maybe, maybe later on I'll, I'll be at a different phase and I'll spend time differently or adjust it differently. But I just really believe in being in tune with how you feel at that stage of life, making the best decision and not just doing what you've always done because you've always done it and making sure that we, what we are doing makes us feel like we're contributing. It's so crazy because being an entrepreneur is part of my soul. But at the same time, I could, I could absolutely be okay with my contribution to the world to be spending time raising the most awesome, kind, thoughtful, considerate, productive humans. Like I just think that's such a great thing. And 10 years ago for me, that wouldn't have, have been enough. So it's just, it's crazy how things change as you grow and as you go different and, you know, go through different phases in life. I just think we have to figure out what makes us feel, what makes us feel alive and vivacious, not miserable and uh, not just going through the motion. I think that so many people are half engaged half-engaged employees, half-engaged lovers. And like I said, with indifference, man, if you're half-engaged, let this be your wake-up shake-up. Who wants to be half-engaged? We don't want to be 90 thinking about half of our life we spent, you know, kind of numbed and like halfway there. No. So to figure out what it is that sets your soul on fire, you have to experiment. You have to try so many things And you know 
when something isn't right. It's just hard to admit it sometimes. But when you admit it, you reach the next level. I did a podcast all about failing and not being afraid to fail. And if you didn't hear that podcast, you have to go back and listen to it because it really speaks to this point is I'm totally cool with failing. I own up. In fact, I call out my own fails because it takes the fire out of it. Cool. Absolutely. I wasted five years on that project that was a total waste of time. Now what? Next move, next play. It's just when you call it out, so especially if you're someone that has people in your life that are quick to judge or you're worried about judgment, call it out. Own it. You put it out there. Now what? Nothing else anyone can say. You already said it. Think about what you're doing and what you want to contribute and your legacy, you know? I think about being 90 because I like it to activate my own personal potential. And it makes me think about the different stages of life and how I want to be ready for the next stage and how I want to look at what I'm doing now and think, okay, this is what I'm doing now and this is how I'm spending my time. If I'm still doing this same thing in three years, am I still proud? Like, should this last that long or should I be in my mind at another phase at that point, you know? And in relationships, who maybe do you need to distance yourself from if it's no longer serving you? Maybe someone was right for you in your life many years ago. That doesn't mean they were wrong or they're wrong now. But I think that we put up with We put up with mediocre, mediocre everything in order to not quit or not hurt someone else's feelings. But if you're miserable, you're not serving anyone. So I just believe in treating people with kindness and respect and never being, never being irresponsible with someone's heart or someone's feelings and figuring out how to navigate doing that, but also finding your freedom. And think about this stage of life and think about what's right for you now and what's right for you in the next in the next stage of your life. Talking about quitting things, like I talked about um, shopping and kind of more, you know, light, lighter things in life, not so much like big, huge life decisions. But sometimes I think that we should quit things in order to be more efficient and more productive. Like I'm pretty good at editing videos. Like I've always liked popping. It used to be called iMovie on laptops, but I think it's called movie movie program now. But anyways, I still call it iMovie. So I would pop all the videos in iMovie for my business or even for personal. And I'd edit the videos and I'd add music and an intro. And I really loved doing it. But now in my life, it doesn't make sense for me to spend my time there because I just have too many, I just have too many things. It just doesn't make sense anymore. So it's interesting. It's something that I love doing so much and I love the process of, and I was pretty good at. Now it doesn't make sense for me and I need to quit it. And, and I did quit it and I need to bring people on who are way better at it. Sometimes you have to let go of things that you were good at. Sometimes that you like just to reach the next stage of life. I realized that in my business life, I was spending lots of time on these tasks that I liked doing, but they were taking so much time that I couldn't get to the next stage at the next stage of life. So I realized, okay, I can find someone who's way more qualified than me to do this 
And then it frees up time so I can do other things so I can actually get to the next stage of life. So sometimes quitting something is a way of like taking the next step into the next stage. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes that means letting go of things that you used to like or, or people that you used to be close with in order to get to that next level. On this podcast, I talk a lot about negative energy and plugging your ears, having ear earbuds in and doing your thing and valuing your own opinion of yourself more than anyone else. And so I really think if there is someone in your life that isn't bringing you the positive energy, maybe it's just the naysayers or kind of the dream killers or just, you know, negative energy people, it doesn't mean they're bad people, but they just might not be a match for you right now. And they might not help you for your next level of growth. And that's what I'm all about is next level of growth, making the right decisions now so we can reach that next level of growth. And a lot of times we know when something isn't right. It's just so hard. It's just so hard to admit, or maybe you're not recognizing that something's not right. Like I was with the shopping thing. I had no idea. I honestly can't believe that I was so oblivious that I was wasting time and kind of numbing life and just kind of, I just got in the habit. I guess there's just a bad habit, really. I got in the bad habit of doing it. Um, for me, that wasn't one of those ones where I knew that it wasn't right. It was hard to admit. That was one of those things where I was like, oh my God, wake up. How do you not realize that this amount of time would be so much more fulfilling if you were doing something else? So sometimes I think it's hard to admit it and you know it. And other things, you've just got stuck in a bad habit and you just need to quit it. So the lesson is quit the wrong thing sooner than later. Like, you know, maybe you have 10 things that you need to quit, not just one. I can think of things now that I've, now that I've really researched this and thought about this and reposition my mind around the idea of quitting. I'm so game to quit things. And I think there's more things that I'm going to quit soon just because I'm a big, I, I used to think that quitting was usually a bad thing, but I think that we need to all embrace quitting. And like I said, not quitting because it's hard or it's challenging or it gets tough. Don't quit those leg lifts when they start counting down 10, nine, keep your leg up until the end because that's the burn. That's the growth. That's the change. That's the progress. That's reaching the next level. And I think it works the same way in our overall life decisions. We need to push through and not quit when things are challenging. And you know, you get to the end of something and it's the hardest part, just like a workout, push through that because that's where you have the growth and the gosh, the self-confidence at the end and the pride in what you've done. But the things that we do need to quit are the things that are no longer serving us. And I think we all probably have more of those things than we actually think. Like I'm obsessed with quitting things now just because I'm okay with the fact that something that served me in the past doesn't necessarily serve me now. And it's all about change and growth and constantly trying to become more awesome because 
Isn't that what we're all trying to do? Figure out what makes us happy and feel great and be productive and put good things out to the world and be kind and considerate and cultivate good relationships and have connections with people and feel alive and feel like we're contributing. That's to me next level. That's what I'm going for. I can't think of anything that's more awesome than that. So I hope that you do the same thing. I hope that this episode made you think about quitting in a totally different way. And I hope it made you reflect on things that you do, maybe big things in your life or maybe small habits in your life that are no longer serving you that can be replaced with other things. Even if you don't know what those other things are yet, give yourself that white space in the universe to fill it with something. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.